0: Your boy, YouTube. Dave Pochio here. Draw Play Dave. I'm coming at you with a new top ten list of top ten off season reasons to waste your time. With me as always, is number 10 Sam Grezis.
1: Yeah, I'm the I'm the number 10 one on, on the YouTube list. Don't forget to like, uh, comment, subscribe, uh, and check out all our all the recommended videos. Uh got news and some new hotness from from infowars and and infowars and also another infowars video over there on the side now so so check that out while you still can
0: also yeah we're brought to you by sendable also yeah we're brought to you by squarespace also yeah we're brought to you by uh, purple mattresses also yeah we're brought to you by nord vpn <laughs>
1: That's a good. That was a good pull, dude. That was a real good pull.
0: I was just literally thinking of like the last several YouTube videos I watched. What what I ended up getting out of that?
1: NordVPN's going hard on it. It's NordVPN and Honey now that are really going hard for it. Honey, I don't mind as much because not to not to go into a Honey ad, but Honey is a Honey is a very good product that is very easy to use and it does exactly what it says on the tin. It's like. I don't know. I find its marketing unobtrusive, clear, and not annoying. And that is more than I can say for pretty much any other brand out there.
0: I actually wonder if Purple successfully marketed at me because we actually did just buy a new mattress a few weeks ago when we moved in, and we ended up going with a Purple mattress.
1: I, I'm convinced that it's all pretty much the same. I did that so when I moved... Uh, two years ago, I, um, or three years ago, rather, I finally threw away, I had been living on a twin bed, uh, prior to that time. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm just gonna save up and get like a nice fucking queen bed. Um, and I did a a whole fucking bunch of research and comparison shopping and everything. And from what I found... Everyone seems to have the same opinion on like Tufton Needle Casper uh, Ghost Bed, which I don't even know if they exist anymore. If they got bought out,
0: um, the irony of Ghost not existing anymore—you're not even sure if they're still around. Yeah, right. They ghost on you, <laughs> Sam.
1: <laughs> For sure. Uh, I think I think they're all the same. I think they're just all good, good, squishy, comfortable beds. Like I don't. I don't think I, – I I have never found someone who can, like, vouch for one over another in a way other than, like, I am very happy with this one bed that I bought. And I didn't pay very much for it. And it's – I don't know. I feel like all those beds are the
0: same. Uh, we we basically had a whole adventure getting our new mattress. So it was Memorial Day weekend. We were, we were moving into here. Uh, we got most of, like, the furniture over in the car. We were – I was – trying to figure out how we're going to do the bed. And for context, we've been sleeping on this bed for roughly six years. It was a California King. It was a futon mattress with like a three inch piece of foam on top of it. Mm -hmm. We were, we were not doing our backs favors. No, we got it like super cheap from a friend a while ago. So we had just been sleeping. We actually had like a nice Ikea bed frame to go around this crappy futon mattress that we had been sleeping on for so long. And I'm, I'm kind of taking the bed apart, getting ready to move it. And I kind of like fold the mattress in half. And I look down and I see like a few little spots on it, like really small spots, like, like maybe like the size of a small freckle. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but they're kind of clustered in a weird way. And I look at them closer and I realized, Oh shit, it's mold. (laughs) So, So I was like, we can't do. We can't bring this bed anymore. We gotta. We we need a new bed. Crap. So it was it was Memorial Day. So we got up. We we went to the mattress store and we're just like, uh, okay, we're gonna walk in. We're just gonna try the beds. We're gonna get a sense of the prices. What's what's going on here? We'll see what we can do. And the guy, the salesman, obviously saw us. Says, oh, these these guys are easy marks. <laughs> well yeah These, yeah we're, we're, we were essentially doing like my wife described it we we essentially did the bed version of grocery shopping when you're hungry
1: sure yes right
0: <laughs> we walked in there and we basically just let the guy sell us on beds and we just walked around sleep like laying down in like every bed every style bed they had possible mm-hmm and because it was Memorial Day, they had a, a sale going where you got like the bed frame for free, more or less, just like like extremely discounted. And it was those bed frames that, uh, like they're old people beds where you have the little remote and you can raise the legs and the feet and and the head. And we were we were like, this is very very comfortable. Also, we've been sleeping on a futon for like ten years. Maybe we should actually you know invest in a bed, but. We were trying them all, and we both kind of liked the purple one the best. Mm-hmm. And there was a difference between, like, when when you're trying them back to back to back like that. Oh, sure, can't tell, yeah. You can tell slight differences, and That's I, I fair. think we both kind of moved towards firmer mattresses, kind of like firm to medium mattress, and like they had like this ten thousand dollar impossible bed that. We were more than happy to try, but we were yeah. never going to buy. And it was it was like sleeping in a cloud. And the purple ended up being one of the cheaper ones there. And it was weird because they had like different – Because the, the advertisements you see, you see like the weird like purple mesh kind of thing that they advertise. Like yes, the right. The, thing, the... Like the, the gel thing that almost yeah. it almost looks like. We slept on one that was like – I think they had like different sizes, it was like purple two, purple three, and purple four. And I think it just referred to how many inches of the gel thing was on top. Right. Serving serving there. And the four, which we we got we both got into bed. I got on the three and I thought it felt amazing. And she got on the four and she was just like, What the fuck is this? How do you like this? And then we switched it. And the four felt like a waterbed. Oh god yeah like it was very squishy, and i felt I felt jiggly like I'm in there, and I'm like blah, 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 blah. like I felt like I was like in like an old person's arm when they're waving, and the arms go oh yeah like, Ick. it was it was a weird feeling to be sleeping in, but the three felt fine. we're like, you know what it's super discount. let's get this taken care of. We're sitting there waiting for it all day we we like paid for um them to deliver it that day and they had it set up so that they would use basically a uh basically the the uber for carrying things around they call it lug it's mm-hmm. uber for basically movers so they had the the setup with this lug and these guys show up and they've got our bed and we bought a king and they come in there and the frame is a twin size and it doesn't fold out oh no and and the guy and the delivery guy looks at the two of us and he's like you guys are married right we're like yeah he's just like this ain't the right frame is it (laughs) like i don't i don't think it is so they so we had to get on the phone and yell at the mattress dude who turns out like one of the warehouse people was a moron and when the delivery guys went back to the warehouse the other delivery guys the other warehouse guys were like chewing out the guy who gave them the original bed oh boy so they had to come back and set up the bed correctly this time but long story short we now have a a very comfortable bed that i find it much harder to get out of in the morning it's fair. <laughs> that's my mattress story
1: i so uh when maddie so maddie recently moved in with uh with me um and we both had pretty like we have, we both have mattresses that we really like, um, and we felt like it would kind of be a waste to just get rid of one. Um, so what we've ended up doing is we made a a super bed.
0: Um, oh, oh, you made it super bed. Oh. Well, well it's, when we did the exact same thing, we called it mega bed.
1: Yeah. So it's not it's not a mega. Well, okay. So it's it's not what you think it is we didn't do them side by side because we don't have enough room to do that um we did it one on top of the other um so and and the way we did it is so the bed we have is um like the bed frame we have is black and it's really nice it's got this like fake leather thing all around it and a black headboard um then we have one mattress on top of that with white sheets and then one mattress on top of that with uh, a black fitted sheet around it. So it looks like we're sleeping on top of an ice cream sandwich or an Oreo. And it makes me happy all the time. Also, also, it's really comfortable. If, if, you, have, if you have the wherewithal, like this is a legit life hack. If, if you are moving in with somebody and both of you have memory foam mattresses that you enjoy... That are the same size. Try stacking them on top of each other. You might find that it is the perfect balance of plush and and support for your needs. Um, is
0: that not too heavy for the frame? Because I feel like too. Oh no! It's a
1: it's me. a pretty fucking. I mean it's 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 not like um a it's not like an IKEA frame. It's a it's a pretty serious frame. It's not one of the ones that's um. Because I had one before that was, uh, it, it was just kind of this metal, like this thin metal thing that folded up and stuff. Um, this has like wooden slats and like a bunch of weird support structures in it. It's pretty serious. So no, unless, I mean, no, he he says in like next week on the podcast, I'll tell you a sob story about how the bed broke. Um, <laughs> but I mean, so far so good.
0: How high up is it? Like
1: i it's pr- so okay so standing next to it it's a like a little bit higher uh than waist level um which
0: and for context how tall are you
1: i'm so i'm like six foot one right okay so so yeah the bed is a little bit it comes uh like a little bit over three feet off the ground um yeah it's great it's it's really it's one it's fun to sleep higher up two it's really plush and stuff and uh three it is a perfect angle like if you have like a the way we have like a little tv over there like in our room um Mm -hmm. so like it, it 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 has gotten to be the perfect angle for like tv watching and just hanging out um like with our backs to against the wall and just doing that. So if you can, if you can hack it, I highly recommend it. This is, the, this is weird life hacks from Sam.
0: I mean, definitely if you if you've got a significant other moving in with you for the first time, definitely see if you can keep both beds. Yeah. When, yes. when I moved in with Keely, we both had uh, full size mattresses and, we didn't know which one to get rid of, so we just didn't. Yeah, and, and you we did wish them together. Yes, that's and so. That's the took, best way took to up, do it. It took up the whole damn room, but we called it mega bed, and it was the most enjoyable like six months of my life. Mm-hmm. I eventually had to like I gave one of the mattresses to a friend who moved up into Portland and needed a bed. Right. But for like six months, we basically slept on this gigantic, massive foundation of bed. And they're like their beds were like the mattresses were like slightly uneven sizes. So there was like even like a bump in the middle, but it, it didn't matter. You're just rolling all over the place. It was awesome.
1: I think they make products like mega bed products now. Like I think they make, I mean, clamp is the wrong word, but like they make things that are designed to, if you have like two fulls or like two queen beds um you could they there there are like mega bed kits on amazon and i'm just like damn to have a room that big that's a dream that's the dream it
0: was it was pretty sweet it it took up the whole space Mm -hmm. and we like to in our in our old apartment it was fine because that apartment had a much bigger bedroom than would ever be built today it was built in like the 1910s so it had way more space than anything that would be built today but when i originally moved in we were at her old apartment for a month and we basically had to roll across the bed to get into the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty cool anyway i guess this is a football podcast not a how do you sleep in podcast yeah
1: it's the off but season. We're getting we're getting caught up now. on sleep. It's the off season. What? We we get what? we can go to bed at like 10 p.m. on Sunday night if we want to. Now, don't I mean, take this well, from we us. We
0: could be recording this in bed. That's true. I'm recording this in bed. You you don't, don't know. know. You don't you don't see me right now. You don't know what I'm doing. You don't know if I have pants on. I do. I I have pants on. I wouldn't do that to you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like the only NFL news that even happened this week was Josh McCown retired.
1: Oh, he did. I, I, I'm friggin', I'm, I'm really good at my, at my podcast research. I didn't even notice that. That's kind of a shame.
0: Yeah, he, he was like the quintessential journeyman. Mm-hmm. I, I will always fondly remember
1: Josh McCown for that one quarter of a season where it was McCown Town, where Chicago was McCown Town. And it's just, it is, boy howdy, I can't believe that that was a real thing that happened. I still can't. I can't believe that the best, um, the, yeah, the best quarterback in Chicago history almost got run out of town by Josh McCown. By Josh McCown playing well in four games. God, you guys really hated Jay Cutler. I know! I when I don't I mean I guess I get why. Like his numbers weren't great, but like who do we have to compare him to at that time? Like Mitch Trubisky, granted, looks like he is going to be better than Jay Cutler was. If if he if he continues on this trajectory, right? But mm-hmm. But like, I mean what 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 is the comparison? the The closest comparison is Rex Grossman, who got us to uh to the Super Bowl, right? And oh, and Jim McMahon, I guess. I, I, yeah, but even like that was he was not like yeah, but like if you're gonna do the count the rings kind of thing, like maybe, but like I to mean, compared
0: to Jim McMahon, like he was on he was on track to be a pretty. Good quarterback until that horrific um, bullshit play by the the one Packer. I forget who. It oh was, right, yeah. Like the worst unnecessary roughness that has ever existed. Or mm-hmm. it was like, he threw the ball, and then like three seconds later, the Packer guy basically suplexes him. It and it completely fucked McMahon for the rest of his career. Yeah. That's
1: that's fair. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's true. I just like I. I want to I want to read a deadspin oral history where they talk to Chicagoans about why why the hell we never get I feel like we never even gave him a chance. Like I I, I remember when he I joined the Bears. Did.
0: I felt like the I felt like popular opinion turned against him after that stupid NFC championship game. Where he had the audacity to smile on the sidelines. No. When nobody knew how badly he had hurt his leg.
1: It was, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't. It was b- before then, it was, it was Chicagoans hated the, uh, the Smoke and Jay Cutler thing because, I mean, it's, it was kind of a perfect storm, right? He went to, Cutler went to where? Vandy? Right? Yes. Um, yeah, so... He went to a, like, uh, you know, the Ivy of the South, right? He went to Vanderbilt. He married Kristen Cavallari, a reality show, uh, you know, person. He, like, had this kind of sleazy, chic uh, fashion to him. Everything, everything about, like, the Jay Cutler persona is offensive to ho- horrific Chicago sports fans, who think everyone should be like built like a truck, have no neck, uh, be like sh- yeah, like be shaped like an old timey barrel. Um,
0: Basically, just be Brian Urlacher.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every yeah, yeah, everyone needs to be Brian Urlacher, and and also like have no sense of humor have no humanity just only like live for the game right which makes it which makes me think that that was that it was more of a personality issue than anything else the reasons that Chicagoans didn't like Jay Cutler is because the smoking Jay Cutler meme means that he's not playing he doesn't have respect for the game I just he's I
0: care I, enough.
1: Every time, every time I talk, a full p- deep dish pizza comes out of my mouth, and then I eat it again. I'm a, I'm a, a one marvel one. of modern medicine. <laughs> I'm every Chicago sports fan.
0: Mark Dickel, G- <laughs> Walter Payton, sweetness. <laughs> he was the best i can't do a chicago accent i i I, that
1: wasn't even i i don't even know what accent that was but it wasn't a chicago accent um (laughs) anyway you you did miss speaking speaking of uh people who are hated in chicago you did miss one very interesting bit of um NFL news this week because it lasted for about five seconds. And during those five seconds, uh, I was on an editorial shift, uh, at a website, like working up, uh, and like editing sports posts. So, uh, this five minute span was the span in which Brett Favre from his official Instagram account. Uh, let me, cause I got a, I got a, I got to make sure I don't misquote this. Hold on. Um, uh, Instagram. There we go. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So this was Tuesday. This past Tuesday, um, uh, Brett Favre posted, A true champion sticks to his or her calling. I will be coming out of retirement and making my return to play in the NFL for the 2020 season. Stay tuned for more hashtag news. Um, so I don't know how much you guys know, and I don't want to get too in the weeds on uh, on content management systems, right? But the way this works at the website I edit for, um, I have like a list of stories that come in that need to be checked for like content and 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 made grammatically sound. Make sure everything looks good and is formatted correctly. And once I do that, they're posted onto the website. And that list, like, I refresh it, and new stories come in. As soon as that Instagram thing posted, everything fucking blew up. Everyone's like, "Brett Favre back? Brett Favre back? Is Brett? Hey, but is Brett Favre back?" Um. Five minutes later, the post was deleted, and Brett Favre has said that his IG was hacked. Which I will say, what a what an amazing job by the hacker! Like, can you can you imagine? Like, you get access to Brett Favre's account, and you have the wherewithal not only to like not post anything like offensive or. Yeah, or I'm really shocked
0: for the dick pic. Yeah, yeah. You
1: don't go for you do not go for the easy like target of of like the dick pick or uh making a copper fit joke or or literally just you know posting fuck words all over the place. No, you pick an old photo of Brett Favre uh of Brett Favre after a Packers Super Bowl win, getting interviewed by Terry Bradshaw, you pick that photo, and then you caption it, a true champion sticks to his or her calling. I will be coming out of retirement and making my return to play in the NFL for the 2020 season. Stay tuned for more news. It is it is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece of believable hacking and social engineering. And my my hat is off to you, you, you hacker, you good hacker.
0: It always astounded me when hackers get into a celebrity account and they don't have anything good. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's if like you're, If you're going to spend the time it takes to try and get into one of these accounts, then you got to have a plan for if you actually get in.
1: I don't. I mean, I, I kind of got to assume that it's it. That's that can't be the way it works, though. Right. Like, I'm wondering if. If the reason that that happens is that they have these bots like scraping for passwords or whatever, and they finally get one and they just didn't know that like now was going to be the time, right? It's like suddenly you are completely on the spot. You know, you know now that the clock is ticking, you have maximum, like absolute maximum 15 minutes, right? To, to get in there and do as much damage or do whatever you are you want to do before you're, you're noticed and the password gets changed or whatever. And, I, like, I don't know. I, I, I find it believable that people freeze up and forget all of the plans that they have. And by the time they remember them, it's too late.
0: Well, I mean, I can understand that to an extent. But, again, like, if you... If you know if you if you know who you're going after, then you need to have a concrete idea of what you're gonna say when you get in. And like it should be like written down somewhere. That's, so that's true. Like no, that's co- true. Copy and paste it directly in so you don't even have to like formulate it. You can just like quickly drop. Yeah, like when you just get in there and you just start saying like uh, fuck you uh, and then post like porn pictures like it that's weak man it is it is you, weak put, put more effort into it if you're if, you are, if you're gonna put all that effort into getting in then put effort into the follow through like come on don't just hack celebrity accounts just so you can you can write like stupid obviously hacked tweets you're right like, like make it make it good make take it us on a legitimate. journey
1: make us uh, give us some wonder make us you know make us believe in magic right like put put some effort
0: in there's always the possibility that this was legitimate and then brett Favre was just testing the waters
1: oh boy wow yeah well but but it was deleted from... I was deleted five minutes ago, which is exactly what they would want us to like believe if they wanted to fake a hack.
0: Hmm. Maybe Brett Favre was just like, "Hey, I'm not like, I haven't been in the news lately. You know, I just, I just feel like, you know, getting getting a little bit of publicity. It was a, it was a big day for social media on people that, you know, are sharing things they probably shouldn't, like OJ.
1: Oh, God, I, I, oh, man, I saw some of the memes about that, and I kind of thought it was a joke, and then I realized that it wasn't, and I was sad.
0: O.J. Simpson, almost, like, to the day of, like, 20 years after his, uh, ridiculous run, he, he logs onto Twitter, and just like, oh, yeah, yeah just want to settle some scores you know just what the it's it's baffling just how much he flaunts it in everyone's face that he clearly got away with it
1: yeah with yes i it's just chill like chill we've we all forget like we forget about you you want us to forget about you
0: right like of course that was never his personality i guess he always wanted to be the celebrity so he probably he just can't he can't not be important in some way i guess that even though he's sucks. like 70 years old he does he, he's already been in jail for a while for crimes he was ugh, go away oj mm-hmm. like just just stop being anything else happened
1: uh in in the world of of foot feet the footed ball i am not sure
0: uh there was some drama with the houston texans um they fired their gm in june and they uh apparently the bill o'brien wanted uh a particular coach to a particular guy to replace them Mm -hmm. and it was from the patriots but The Texans somehow fucked it up. I haven't looked too much into it. The Texans somehow fucked it up. Uh, The Patriots filed tampering charges and they didn't get to hire him. (sighs) I haven't looked completely into this situation. I've seen it in passing. But something like that happened with the Texans. They tried to, they fired GM. They tried to hire the replacement guy and it didn't work out because they tampered and they didn't understand contracts or something. It's pretty bad. Uh, I don't know.
1: It's, it's it seems it, it appears to be hellish in Houston, like across sports teams. from from that to uh, apparently like Chris Paul and and James Harden like fuck and hate each other very much uh you know not 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 great not great although the texans are gonna be good next year i mean i this is this is such a this is i th- that story is a very off-season story it's like this this thing that like is in a vacuum like interesting and like shitty and all of the kind of nice things we want about a uh a football story but like If there was anything else going on, it would not... I don't think it would get a second mention, right?
0: No. It would not. Uh, One thing we didn't mention last week, that because it hadn't quite happened yet, but I guess we could go over, is some basketball. The Warriors did not win.
1: Oh, that's right! Yeah! Yeah, Grats to the Toronto Raptors. Good job. I, uh, I am very glad that... That... They won, um, although like uh, Warriors stands are gonna, like I don't know. It it sucks that everyone was hurt. Um, one one because the series would have been better if the Warriors were at full strength, and I still think the Raptors had a legit shot, right? Um, I, I don't know. It just it, I, it,
0: I I understand. Just like hey, you want your team at their best. When it matters, but at the same time, like the Warriors got their first championship after Kyrie Irving went down in game one against the Cavs. Right. Like, like that, that first season, that first series against Cleveland had a lot of injury problems, it hurt Cleveland mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the Warriors benefited. So it, it's almost poetic that what might be their last championship for a while ends because of bad injury luck.
1: It seems like every team is about to... Like, every good NBA team is about to get blown up. Like, the Warriors aren't going to be able to keep everybody. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is... It's either going to be the Raptors or or the Clippers for him next year. Although, I would be really surprised. Uh, Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with Kevin Durant. Because he's obviously not going to play next year. But, like, after that, it's like either he... It's wherever he can get, like... The contract. Uh, I I don't know what's going on there. Um Anthony Davis is a Laker now. Lonzo Ball is on the Pelicans. Uh yeah, like Chris Paul is probably leaving the Rockets. It's gonna be it's gonna be really weird for me as someone who only follows basketball like during during the playoffs and finals and is only kind of adjacently aware of it during the season like i'll have it on in the background but i don't really pay attention it's gonna be really weird to see like like i'm going to forget multiple times next year who is on what team and i will feel like an idiot because sports is kind of my job
0: you heard it here folks sam doesn't doesn't keep track of players
1: yeah i know i don't i don't i'm just i'm just uh calling the calling the shot now so it's a little bit less uh, embarrassing when it finally happens
0: yeah the nba is going to be interesting probably the most interesting it's been for a while yeah that's season. true
1: that's true I, I that might be part of why i i kind of stopped paying attention is like it's it's like what i it's the same problem with the nfl a little bit right it's like patriots why bother why bother when the patriots are still a thing it's like warriors yeah you've 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 cracked it you've you've cracked the system and you've created a dynasty like good job you've done it go away yeah yeah make it i i wish you wouldn't i wish you would stop because you're ruining it for everyone else
0: yeah like okay you 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 made your mark on the history of the sport. People mm-hmm. will remember this team this these years, okay, good now now let someone else have a turn Mm-hmm. Uh football footballs football.
1: i i Ugh. I thought for the first time in a long time uh yesterday about the super Bowl this past super Bowl, and just how bad it
0: was. <laughs> it's it's distinctly unmemorable isn't it
2: yeah yeah like when completely I, unmemorable like i
0: recently thought about the super bowl and my brain just kind of skipped over it and was just like no the most recent super bowl was eagles pets because yeah yes. brain just didn't want to compute that rams patriots happened because it may as well not have. What? A yeah, game. I don't. God. I can't.
1: I cannot remember a single thing about that game. I can't remember a single play.
0: The only play I remember was Goff launching it into the end zone a half second too late, and oh yeah, what's his face getting blown up? Right. Yes. That like the failed almost touchdown by the Rams. That's the only play I really remember mm-hmm. because. That was, like, one of the few times where I felt something.
1: Right, right. Felt emotion.
0: I felt, I felt passion. I was just like, oh, right. I'm watching a football game. Football's supposed to be fun and exciting. It's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, God that game. I, like, when that happened, I remember being like, no one's going to remember. People are going to have difficulty remembering this game. In a couple years, and I had a whole bunch of people who were just like, "What are you talking about? Like that game was good. Like defense, is bad. like no, nobody remembers that game." We nobody were talking about that already.
1: We, we were talking about on the episode about how, like, I think we we were very c- clearly saying that, like, yeah, people will make make an art a bad faith argument that this. Super Bowl game was a good game because it was a defensive struggle and that is not what that game was it was a series of
0: defensive smothering
1: well it wasn't even that the defense was all that good it was that neither offense did anything really for a very long time it was just boring to watch it was a game that took place primarily in the like middle third of the field and I don't I don't. No one cares. Like it wasn't. There weren't the, any the exciting. Dif-
0: I hated at the time, which is like, oh, it was a defensive battle, and defensive battles are good. And the reason I hated that is it really like, if you want to be very generous to the game and say that it was two teams playing amazing defense, yeah, okay, I like I'll meet you there. I'll I'll meet you at that point, but that does not make it a good game and right. defense like it was the defensive equivalent of a 50 to 49 game college game yeah like yes a, the, those people that complain like oh the NFL's getting weak and there's no defense anymore whenever there's a really high scoring game where like both teams are like in the 40s and they're and there's just bad defense and teams are just launching bombs and it's great and it's exciting and there's points but there's always that subset of people just like that's not my football Football's yeah it's not supposed to be dirty and they're supposed to hit each other in three yards and a cloud of dust and like th- this game was the defensive equivalent of that it right. was it it has it's not the best football you can get there's no. a certain aspect of it that you can certainly appreciate, but it's not the best football you can get. And I'd still rather have the shootout, because the shootout means that scores are happening.
1: Right, and and big and big, big plays. Big and big and long plays, honestly. Like my my thing about that game, and I think part of the reason why I find it so unmemorable, is the one thing I do remember about that game was every play took the same amount of time there what there weren't many breakaways it was like i my eyes glazed over right because everything was very samey you know like i there wasn't much ver- there weren't those like big plays either on offense or on defense right not not a ton of yeah. like sacks not a ton of huge sacks not a ton of fumbles it was just a lot of like incomplete
0: passes right and tackles for very little yardage that like in terms of like every kind of football game you can get this was kind of like the worst kind of football game you can get because even if you have two teams that are playing garbage football like just inept garbage football that can be more entertaining than the super bowl was because you've got dumb turnovers and stupid penalties and there's almost like a nihilistic element to it where you're like i'm watching extremely bad dumb football well i don't think it's like like, the super bowl just wasn't it was i'm not watching i'm watching good defense prevent offense from doing anything and it's not and it's not fun defense it's not enjoyable defense to watch unless you're a super hyper nerd who gets hard when nose tackle is adequately taking on a double team and tackling for a one yard gain?
1: I think that there's something different going on than like a, the, that nihilistic kind of thing when you watch two, two teams play garbage football. I think that there is like if we, if, if we can get into literal like fiction and narrative theory here, right— to make an interesting story which like yeah it's sports right but the the most memorable and most enjoyable like sports games have a story to them right whether it's a great comeback whether it's this one amazing play whether it's this one player finding like redemption through through like scoring a touchdown at the right time or whatever or like whether it's a rivalry game right like if things
0: i apologize for the dog in the background
1: this is is the dog alarm the dog's agreeing with all my good ideas um the the thing that makes a narrative interesting is it's like you need like you you need to have it can't just go the same way. It can't stagnate, right? You need those weird, stupid
0: you ebb and flow. Yeah. You need, you need something to happen. And everybody everybody was just like, well, this was a great defensive battle. I'm like, no, it wasn't. And my go-to, if you want a good defensive Super Bowl, it was yes. Panthers yes, Broncos. Yes. Yes, it was. Was a was defensive a... Super Bowl, but it was. Good. It was fun to watch because the offenses weren't inept; they were making progress down the field, and then the defense would step up and create a, like an amazing stop, or they'd get a turnover, and it, and like the defenses were wearing on each other. Like watching feeble, noodle arm Manning try and navigate against the Panthers' defense with their team playing excellent. The Broncos just stymieing Cam. New- like that was a good defensive Super Bowl. That had turnovers. That had interceptions. That had sacks. That was that had points. Yes, there were right. still points in that game. Like there was always the tension of of a score. In this most recent one, it never felt like there was a tension of a score. It just it Le- was just a tedious. Like at some point, someone's gonna have to fucking do something or this game will go on forever.
1: Let me let me put it this way. I think that I think that I've found an analogy that I think works. So like so imagine if that game instead of it being, you know, the way it was, uh, imagine watching a football game where every play every play that either team runs goes for 6 yards. No matter what. Right? That would be a high-scoring game but it would be a boring game to watch in the mm-hmm. same way that the Super Bowl was. That is that is the kind of thing. It, it's like not not that the game felt like inevitable but but like I, I felt like I could predict what happened next at all times. I never felt disappointed. I never felt well, I did feel hopeful because I I wanted the Rams to win and then very quickly that was you know kind of out the door I you know I just I don't know I that game was not a good football game and I never want to see another football game like it again it was literally my least favorite type of football game and it it had not it has nothing to do with the lack of offense or the the fact that it was low scoring it had to do with the fact that it was so Utterly devoid of, um, I want to say like football magic, but it like that—that's not even true. It's literally it was devoid of excitement, and I'm when I'm saying excitement, I mean something very specific. I mean surprising, uh, unlikely, and and random moments that like cause interest to spike literally like that cause the chemicals in your brain to produce like serotonin and dopamine right literally that is is the specific thing i'm talking about that the super bowl had none
0: of that is like i think i went over that when the bowl happened which is like it felt like it lacked any sort of those classic Super Bowl moments. Yeah, and, and like, uh, any, to be like, fair... Any, like, every game has, like, those dramatic elements, but everything gets amplified when it reaches the playoffs. And the playoffs always, like, they always seem to have more magic going on, which I think is probably true to an extent because the teams are good, mm-hmm. but is also just heightened uh, tension of stakes. But right. But the game, like... Every game you can think of like two or three iconic moments from the game. Like when you think of the Broncos Panther Super Bowl, like you think of Cam Newton not jumping on the fumble. Right. Like, yeah. That's, that's or the or, the, or the or the or the snap. Or
1: the or the first snap of that. No, that was that was Panthers, no, that right?
0: Was, or was that no. Seahawks? Are are you thinking about uh, when the ball went over Peyton's head? Yes, yeah. that was the Seahawks. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: That's that's what I thought,
0: damn yeah that's the defining moment of like panther seahawks and then just like um
1: well and then you got philly special last year like yeah philly you know special. that'll go down in history
2: the,
0: hel- the helmet catch yeah uh, like it like every game even if they're not all incredible moments they have something in them that you take away like i remember that game like it, a game that nobody fucking remembers because it sucked was Seahawks Steelers in two thousand five. Oh God, but yeah. Even that game had the Antoine Randall L touchdown throw to I believe it was Heinz Ward. The trick oh right play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that game had that moment. This this most recent Super Bowl it didn't have that moment. Like the mm-hmm. best thing I can think of is a near touchdown. That was That's it. That's, that's the it. only thing I could think of. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a few months. It's not like... Yeah. It's
1: I not literally... not like been a
0: few years down the road. It's been a few months. I can... It just didn't have any of those moments that make a championship game what it is. I can tell
1: you very specifically, like, I can remember, like, where I was. I mean, I can remember where I was this Super Bowl because I, I was at my house but like i can't i don't really remember who showed up to the game other than a few people like i don't remember any like of the food that we had really um but i do i can say i do remember specifically uh last last year for Philly special, uh, for the, for the Philly um, Patriots game, I skyped with Ray because he was in Philadelphia for it with his family. Um, I made ribs in the instant pot. We had a bunch of people over who I I remember most of of the folks who came by, um, and I can I literally re- like have sense memories from that not just the game but like the experience around the game right mm-hmm. there there are memories attached to it there are few if any memories attached to this past super bowl and yeah again it happened what
0: 4, four months ago four yeah 4 months ago yeah yeah it's it's pathetic i i've been at like the same bar for like the past 6 super bowls Mm-hmm. and they all kind of blur together in some way but again like i remember some of those moments i remember actually from the philly super bowl the the moment like outside the philly special the moment i remember the most was when he got sacked strip sack towards the end which kind yeah of, like, seal sealed the game and uh-huh was, like, brady like sitting down on the ground like I remember that like that that picture there, the bar going crazy. Like all I remember from this most recent game was being sarcastically mad at the television. And basically every 10 minutes being like this game sucks. I think I had more fun mocking the game on Twitter than I did watching it.
1: I am wondering, and this is another thing I can't remember, but we may have like just had people playing just Jackbox like on the switch like while the while the game was on in the background or maybe we just played jackbox later that night i don't know but like it was not a game that
0: uh. that's the kind of game where i would have been okay going to a super bowl party for yeah with a bunch of people that don't really care about the game right because i wouldn't i wouldn't have spent as much time watching the game hoping that something would fucking happen and Mm -hmm. being and then getting to the end of the game and just being kind of angry that I felt like I wasted my time,
1: right? Uh, Ugh. I guess we both like that's. It's, we're sometimes in the offseason, we come into this show, and I at least I don't really know what I'm. I want to talk about because there hasn't really been much football news. I think today we have we have done we have exercised a few demons that were apparently still left over from the Super Bowl. I didn't okay. know I had these strong feelings and and now I holy shit, I feel a lot better. I feel like I, I needed did, to say I that.
0: This Super Bowl was <laughs> going like to be the most lasting impression from the Super Bowl is how angry we feel when we think about it. Yeah, probably. Probably. I think that's what's going to stand the test of time was mm-hmm. just how frustrating the game was. The game itself, nothing about it. Just the feelings of frustration and annoyance and anger that it conjure up. That's, that's the lasting impact of Super Bowl 53. It was 53. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even fucking... Re- I don't even know which number it was because it was so unimportant. Sam, we got 10 minutes, so I'm going to ask you a completely unrelated to anything question. Yes. When you go to a new thai restaurant what is your menu tester what is the item that you always get first to see how well you're gonna like this place
1: a thai so okay um it so i don't it's a weird question because i don't really have that kind of tester thing i just go with what i'm in the mood for right um
0: I mean, we can always go with, like, Chinese... Like, it doesn't have to be Thai. I was just thinking Thai, because the question... Sure. Well, thai,
1: thai, is... thai, thai, I feel like it's... 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 It's pod Thai, right? And and if you say something else, like... I mean, pod wun sen is great, too, because you got those wide noodles. But, like, I think that... I think that you're being obstinate if you... <laughs> you know, if, if your barometer isn't... Isn't Pad Thai. Um, uh, for... for our, Chinese places, I actually do, um, do have an answer for this and it depends on whether I am in the mood for chicken or, uh, or beef. Um, and if I'm in the mood for chicken, it's sesame chicken because if you do sesame chicken, right, like a lot of, a lot of places do sesame chicken and it's really, really sweet and, Mm -hmm. That means likely that their orange chicken and their lemon chicken and maybe their general Tao's chicken too are all gonna be way too sweet. Um, it's also a good test of like the glaze they use and the, like how they fry everything. So So that's that's a good barometer for me on, uh, on Chinese food. Uh, there's a beef dish too that I can't remember that I, I try and do. It's like a spicy beef. Oh God. It's not Szechuan beef, but there's like a there's a beef dish that comes with like dried chilies and stuff uh, and a bunch of vegetables. And that's the one I do when I want to see how much what the ratio of meat to vegetables is,
0: because that's always the
1: that's always an important thing to to know.
0: That is that's good. When I go to a Chinese place, my go to very first order is usually beef and broccoli.
1: Oh, sure. Yep.
0: Yep. That, that's my default. First time I go to a Chinese place, that's what I'm going to try. I'm going to try their beef and broccoli. Then I'll branch out into whatever else I feel like if the beef and broccoli didn't disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, it's kind of hard to fuck up beef and broccoli, but it sure. does happen.
1: I will, I will say, probably, like, if you want to do a pro move, and I haven't had it in a long time, but Mushu is probably a really, really good um, uh, like test case for a Chinese restaurant because you have like you have the the, the wrappers right? I don't I don't know what they are like the, it's not made of rice whatever you wrap the mushu in like that kind of tortilla type thing. Um, and then you've got like the vegetables and then you also have uh, that plum sauce and uh, the meat. Um, so you get a bunch of like all this different stuff uh together in one so you can kind of test multiple different uh facets of the restaurant
0: that's that's interesting by the way my answer for thai is pad Sioux. oh yeah pad Sioux is great yeah i actually i rarely get pad thai i'm not a i'm not a big peanut guy sure sure so i I don't like overly peanutty flavors Mm -hmm. unless i'm really in the mood for it so i usually go with the pad siu that's First fair time i go patsy oo or uh probably red curry one Ooh, of those two.
1: yum red or penang curry Jeez, you're just making me hungry now mm-hmm. i i well, we're, so i'm gonna I get say, chinese
0: food after this because i have to go up to seattle this weekend mm-hmm. and i don't want to like have any dishes to clean so <laughs> i'm gonna say actually it's, just, it's on my mind right now
1: i have i i think i know the actual answer for both of these and it is fried rice I think the barometer for for a, at least for me, right, and not that I am like some sort of yes, yes, me, Mister Whitey McWhite person. Sam is is a great critic of of authentic Thai and Chinese food. Nah, but like, but I think that I think that you can trust. Because fried rice is hard is like hard to fuck up, but but a really fucking good fried rice can blow your mind, right? And if yeah. you find if you find a place that does fried rice that is like just perfect, and there's that little part where it's c- kind of cr- the rice is
0: crispy, uh, because mm. it kind of stuck to the bottom of the
1: pan a little too much. Best
0: best fried rice like be- fried rice needs to be a little bit burnt like yeah crispy yes
1: yes agreed agreed if you find a place like that fucking hold on hold the fuck on to it because it is special
0: now i'm just really hungry yeah and yep. we filled out those final 10 minutes
1: yeah hell yeah
0: really pumped about it mm-hmm. so anyway um i guess how I'm, I'm failing at segues right now because I'm thinking about food. Sure. So if I was to go into the Twitter follow store and I was just like, hmm, what should I order today? Maybe I'll get to Sam Grez's. What would it say on the menu?
1: Sure. Yeah. You can, you can Grubhub me on Twitter at Sam Grez's. That's S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S. Uh, and on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting
0: Dinosaurs Dave. I'm the special on the menu at Drawplay Dave. I am flambeed on Twitter at Drawplay Dave. I am sautéed on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic, and on Instagram at Drawplay Dave. Just on the side, it's delicious, and of course the main course. Of the Please go get some food. We're all hungry, and you deserve an excellent meal. And tell us what your default go to meal is when you uh, you know when you first go to a Chinese place. What, what are you looking at first? What is what is your go to? Tell us that, and I'll remember it on Twitter, and then forget to say it next week on the podcast. Have a good time.
2: Hey Mike, what are you doing? I was just thinking about this idea for a Hook sequel with way more alcoholism and PTSD. Hey, what if we made a sequel to Space Jam, where instead of Michael Jordan playing basketball, they play Quidditch and it's with Daniel Radcliffe. What about A Bug's Life 2, but it's a heist? Or a sequel to Good Burger where Kel is an heir to an inheritance and he has a long-lost twin who is also played by Kel Mitchell. Also Groundhog's Day, what if- Hold on Madison. Why don't we put these pitches for movies that never got sequels or prequels on our podcast, The Equalizers? Oh, you mean the one we release every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all other places podcasts are found? Yeah, that one. Ooh, and maybe sometimes we have some of our writer friends on as well to hear their wild ideas for sequels or prequels. Okay, but can you promise me no sequels with body horror, communist themes, or talk about John C. Riley's penis? I can't, and I won't. Great. Well, my Monday mornings just got pretty fucking weird. All of ours have, Madison. All of ours have. Find the Equalizers podcast everywhere podcasts are found, as well on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching the Equalizers. That's E Q U E L I Z E R S, like in sequel.
0: I'm Commander Shepard, and this is. Wait,
2: you can't be Commander Shepard. I'm Commander Shepard.
0: Okay, we're both Commander Shepard, and we're here to tell you about our favorite podcasts on the Citadel. Do you like narrative video games with deeply developed characters? What about exploring
2: complicated moral quandaries, like romancing aliens?
0: Then you should be listening to Reignite.
2: A show where two friends take a 10-year-old video game way too seriously.
0: And sometimes not seriously enough.
2: I'm Commander Shepard.
0: And I'm Commander Shepard.
2: We should go.